Mamá, mamacita, ¿dónde está Santa Claus? The battle with a bony knees He's coming down the street with no shoes and his feet And he's going to... No, 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 no Mamacita, ¿dónde está Santa Claus? The guy with the hair and his jaws No, no, I want an official red undercover knife shoot you in a kid with any battle rifle You'll shoot your eye out, kid That's a Christmas present from a very dear friend of mine I'm independent. Yeah? Me too. I'm... Wh whatever you said. Independent. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. We're gonna press on, and we're gonna have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap danced with Danny fucking K. And when Santa squeezes his fat white ass down that chimney night, he's gonna find the jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nut house. You're goofy. Don't piss me off, Art. Clark? It's over. Not according to Santa's watch, it isn't. Now, come on, son. Stay out of this, Dad. Clark, I think it's best if everyone just goes home before things get worse. Worse? How could they get any worse? Take a look around you, Ellen. We're at the threshold of hell! Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. One, two, three, four. Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone. This is our special Christmas edition, and I am your Santa Claus of the pod waves. Would it be a podcast waves, pod waves? Either, either or. Either way, I'm the Santa man. I got the hat on. I got the belly going. I'm all set. So welcome y to yes, yes, you you do do Northwest Convergence yes, you do. Zone. <laughs> Big D here as I am with you each and every week. And, of course, we have our cast and crew here. Gimmer, how you doing, man? Welcome back. I'm doing great, my friend. How are you? I am in the Christmas spirit. It took me a while. It took me uh, longer than usual this year to get into the holiday Christmas spirit, but uh, I'm there now. Well, thanks for joining the party. <laughs> I know it was it was late coming. I don't know why. <laughs> it just I think maybe because we had that snow before Thanksgiving. The snow, and then you were having to like move boxes oh, and furniture. Yeah, so anyway, but I'm there now. So Merry Christmas to you. Saint, Wonder Boy, you guys, Merry Christmas. Good to have you guys here. Double D, how are you? Oh, I'm doing okay. You guys haven't noticed my uh, big, you know, neck collar on after I got ran over by a car yesterday. He doesn't even give us a chance to bring it up. He's got to just like, boom, shoot yeah, right to it. Joke killer. It's called, about, it's called a setup, my man. And you just blew it. So yeah, now tell your story. Okay. Tell your Christmas wreck story. <laughs> I was out Christmas shopping at Home Depot. 
Surprise, surprise. That's a shocker. And he wasn't buying gift card, folks. He was buying like two by fours and nails for his wife. Sheetrock. Yeah. You know. So you're out there. What did you just say? Did you swear? (laughs) What kind of rock? Sheetrock. (laughs) Okay. So you're out at Home Depot doing your shopping. Yeah, I was just pushing a cart across the uh, lumber cart across the parking lot, and this car comes flying by, slams into the cart, shoves it into me. The guy just like, man, why didn't you get out of the way? And you go flying. Well, a little bit. You went backwards. You landed on your noggin. Yeah, it helped me a little bit. Yeah, he's smarter today. He's smarter, if you guys haven't noticed. No fisticuffs. You didn't, you know, roll up the sleeve and say, it's it's go time. The fire department was called. They came and, what, checked your vital signs? Yeah, and they said, oh, there's nothing wrong with you. I'm like... Because they did a brainwave scan. (laughs) Nothing there. Nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) So then they said... (laughs) They did the EKG test on the spot, and they're like... Yeah, he's fine. You know, least. this guy's either an alien or a zombie. <laughs> either way, somebody shoot him. <laughs> yeah, so they said they got to wait for the uh, police to show up. So I'm waiting there for like two, two and a half hours. I finally... In the parking lot? Yeah, in the parking lot. It's like, look, I'm done shopping for real, guys. I, I got work to do. I'm waiting for the cops. You know, so then I... So I finally called 911 back, and they said, oh, no, we're not coming out. <laughs> so he gets hit by a car, by proxy. I mean, the card he's pushing... Car hits it, pushes him back. There's a scrape along all the whole, along side, the of the whole car. side of the car. Then you hit the front and the fender. And yeah, all it was the front bumper, all the way down the side. And to the, the cops back won't show up for this. They're too busy. Merry Christmas, everybody! It's not donuts <laughs> right now. It's cupcakes. Cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> yes. okay. And some chocolate chip cookies with milk. But uh, the spirit but of the no, season was okay. alive in Home Depot parking lot, as it usually well, is. Well, and it's interesting that you were going to uh, to buy gifts because that's what everybody's doing right now. This is the, the, of course, the last week, the big build up to Christmas, and we want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend a few moments with it with us and i think we're going to make it worth your while we have a great show a lot of cool guests on today and we're talking a lot about christmas one of the things we're going to talk about right now gifts that's a big thing everybody's rushing around you have your list you have your kids list your wife's telling you what she wants and what's the origin of the what, what are some what are, what's going on in the gift world gimmer well, a funny little fact is, you know, you know the song, The Twelve Days of Christmas. Yes, on you the know, first yeah, day of Christmas. Yeah, I know. We won't, we won't bore kill people everyone with that. But uh, if you actually received all the gifts. Best version ever, Bob and Doug. Just saying. Go ahead. And a beer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that beer's empty, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so if you actually received all of the gifts that they sing about in The Twelve Days of Christmas, you like would receive. you got it this year. Yes. You would receive 364 gifts. Wow. Totaling in cost. They've yeah. Some some nerd somewhere in some uh, basement, his mother's basement somewhere, he's got Cheeto fingers. <laughs> he punched these numbers up. Some guy with an iPad. $23,439. Wow. And that, due to the recession and the falling dollar, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, all the that is around. up. $1,900 from last year. Wow. So even the uh, 12 days of Christmas is going to set you back a few. But yep. seriously. And what if you have a coupon? And who? <laughs> yeah. If you're uh, yeah, if you're Molly coupon, coupon clipper. Yeah. You just, you'll go get whatever you're going to get with your coupons, and you'll go in the parking lot and get hit by some cars. That's Do they have a coupon? Do they have a coupon for, like, uh, pear trees and, uh, you know, maybe a gold ring right here or uh, there? But geese, geese. Who would want all those crazy gifts? 12... 
I'm thinking, what a jackknob that this is what you're really singing about. This is what you want to get somebody for Christmas. I'd be like, slap you down. Yeah, that's not a very good, actually, no, 12 no. days. Just give me the 30-some-what thousand dollars. Well, uh, more diamonds are sold around Christmas than any other time of the year. Even Valentine's Day? More, even more than Valentine's Day. Really? Yes. Look wow. at all the ads going right now, man. Yeah, but there's lots of ads for, like, Lexuses and, sure. uh, you know, big cars that you might want to, you know, supposedly, you know, buy for your sweetie. Yeah, but those are huge ticket items, man. Who actually does that? If I, if I, if we woke up on Christmas morning and I walked out and said, "Honey, here's your gift," and it's like a Lexus with a huge bow on it, right? I would be behind it being run over several times. Probably she'd be like, "We're in how much debt now, you <laughs> bastard?" I know. It's like, and who are they really shopping that to? I mean, how many millionaires are watching CBS primetime with uh, Rudolph or something? Uh, probably not too many. Yeah, actually, not too, they have the DVD. They, anyway, can't see, so more, they can't see through the gin haze anyways. <laughs> more diamonds. I did not know that. That's crazy. Yeah, and uh, also, um, the first uh, Christmas holiday in America was officially recognized by the state of Alabama, of Alabama-y. all places. Uh, that was the first you Christmas get, holiday? Yeah, you get, you get fried squirrel and possum in your... And in a banjo your, on your knee. In your stocking. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, and it's got it's some, a roadkill Christmas. Yeah, That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry to all those people in Alabama for making that joke about you, because I love you, Alabama. They're great. Um, electric lights on trees? Yeah. You know, because, hey, electricity lights, hasn't been around Christmas forever, lights. right? 1895 is the earliest uh, that they can find they being... Those that the guy down in the basement <laughs> with the uh, Our Dorito fingers, an iPad, yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, an empty, empty twenty-two ounces of Colt forty-five <laughs> strewn about, and his mom yelling downstairs, "Are you finished yet? <laughs> Stop bothering me, mother! You know I'm researching." Well, you know, we're always here to help, and on the big program today, we're going to talk to several people who have. Uh, what we think are very cool gifts for your loved ones. And we're going to start with the big ticket items because we have a lot of musicians who listen to this program and a lot of you who like bands, play instruments, uh, and you want to sound good. And we have a cat right here in Tacoma. His name is Derek Springer, and he is the mastermind, the craftsman, the builder behind Union Jack Amps. And we caught up with him, and he's going to tell you all about it. All right, on the show today to help us with our holiday gift giving, being the this the uh, the Christmas season, and uh, these are gifts that are good for well anybody in the family, grandma, grandpa, mom, oh, yeah, dad. shake them right up. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, in the studio studio with us today, we have Union Jack amplifiers maker, brainstorm. Uh, all around Union Jack guy. Maharaja. Yeah, Derek Springer. Derek, how you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good. Happy to be here. It's good to have you in, everybody. UnionJackAmps.com is the website to go to. It's very, very cool. Beautiful, beautiful website. Beautiful website. Got all the information you need. But uh, what we want to talk about, uh, you know, it's Christmas time. And of course, you know, people are looking for gifts. And we thought this would be a, for all the music lovers and musicians out there that listen to us, if you haven't heard of Union Jack Amp, uh, that's why we're here. We wanted to bring Derek in to talk about them because they are the talk of the town. They're the rage. They're American-made right here in the South Sound. And uh, Derek, tell us, first of all, what, dro- you know, what, was, what was the thought behind going into making amps? Because it's been 
that market's been cornered for a long time by sure. you know Mesa Boogie, Fender, oh, yeah. you know, you yeah. go down the line. Franco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh well, it all started. Uh, I got back into hi fi about seven or eight years ago and um in my quest for uh hi fi, you know, high fidelity, high end uh uh home s- systems are still uh tube amplifiers but they're really expensive. So being a commercial electrician, I thought, well, let me do a little uh, research and everything's right there on the internet. So I started uh, building my own hi-fi tube amps. Nice. Um, Dynaco, uh, Heathkit, you know, all, all the schematics and all the information's uh, right there on the internet. It's still out there. And there's, there's uh, suppliers, you know, that carry transformers and tubes. It's still, it's a, it's a pretty big do-it-yourself market. And then uh, after our first son was born, um, I wanted to get uh, back into music and, and uh, ins- you know, get some instruments in the house. And like any gear junkie, I uh, started digging around into guitars and amplifiers and realized that, you know, of all the, uh, of all the industries that still use vacuum tubes, guitar amps, you know, th- that's really the only way to go. So I took what I learned in the hi-fi department and uh, started building my own guitar amps also. And then one thing after another, and here I am. So was it some serious trial and error? There, yeah, there, what was there, it? There, oh, yeah, what did the yeah. first amp... Was like, the, sure. Marty, first amp, what, whatever you do, Marty, don't turn on that amplifier. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you built your first <laughs> amp and you plugged it in and you fired it up, what came yeah, out? Well, there's this thing called a light bulb. It's a current limiter. And it's the most useful. I still use them today. Uh, anytime I turn on an amp for the first time, you put a current limiter in there. And if anything's wrong, uh, the current limiter will prevent it from exploding, mostly. <laughs> so, uh, so no I still spinal tap no, moment. No, I still I still do I'll, <laughs> I still do that today with every amp. The first startup is always with a, a current limiter. And uh, yeah, the first ones were rough. I mean, there's there's definitely um, techniques wiring methods that you need to practice. And, uh, and then once you get that, then you, you learn how to tidy them up and you get a mythology, you know, or, uh, you know, a method of how you, uh, put things together. And, um, yeah, just like anything else, the more you do it, the better you get at it. And, uh, after about, uh, four or five years of building guitar amps, I've, I think I've got it. Well, let's explode the myth here. Cause, uh, the name, and in my opinion, it's the coolest name going for amplifiers ever. Union Jack amps, that's great. <laughs> but that being said, you're uh, you know you're a Northwest guy. You're sure. here in the South Sound, down here in Tacoma, yep. and uh, so Wilson the, the High. Am I right, Wilson High? No, I went to Peninsula High School. Peninsula. Uh-huh. Well, but the rumor is that guy. it's some British guy that relocated mm, from nope. California or whatever. Nope. Tell how'd you nope. come up with the name, and uh, you know how does that uh, you know how does that jive with promotions and so forth? Well. Uh, Originally, my when I decided to, to actually turn this into a, a brand or or start taking it seriously, my original intention was just to, I I really really like the Marshall sounds and you know Marshall amplifiers, and uh, although Marshall originally started as a Fender clone for the most part, um, in one of my solo brainstorming sessions, uh, I thought okay UK amps nah I don't like the sound of that. Uh, and then one thing led to another and I thought, ah, the union Jack, you know, there's a, there's a, that sounds good. It rolls. It looks good on the, uh, on the, uh, on the logo and, and there it was born from that. So, 
So originally, I, originally I was just going to build Marshall style amplifiers. Now, when did you when did you start, and how long and how long have you been uh, in the amplifier game as far as like putting them out there actually for sale that you know yeah. people can come test them yeah. and buy them? I'd say um, Union Jack in its current form is I've been doing this doing it like this for about a year, where I came up with the with the logo um, the way it is, uh, decided to do the backlighting which is a nice effect so very nice yeah union jack in its current form is about a year old yeah so. and it's amazing the splash that you've made in a year because uh you know a lot of companies come and go and when you're when you get into like the music business on that mm -hmm. end the you know the electronics end sure there's so much competition out there yeah. uh you know the big boys like i said have kind of have the market cornered with all the the money they have yeah but uh I've seen show after show after show <laughs> down at the Swiss or whether it be the New Frontier or Hell's Kitchen where you've backlined them. Uh, you actually have put on like, uh, you know, shows showcasing your amps bringing bands in and right. so forth. It's like Union Jack Amp Presents or it's Union Jack Amp Night right. and so forth. So what's the market strategy for you? And I know... Uh, I think you're looking to obviously branch out and get them into, well, I don't know, whatever, local stops, guitar center, whatever. Right, right. What's your market strategy for Union Jack? Well, it's slow growth. Luckily, I, I have a day job, and I don't <laughs> plan on quitting it. I actually took a run at a dot-com about 10 years ago and, and learned some valuable lessons on not quitting <laughs> your day job. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, just, I'm taking it easy. I, I like meeting, meeting the bands uh, locally. You know, that's been a big plus for me and, and uh, getting guys playing them, getting feedback, getting input on what people like and what they don't like. Um, you know, there's there's still in the boutique amp market. There's there's I think there's still room. You know, you got Dr. Z's and and, uh, you know, 65 and but people guitar players want that classic tone. They, they that's uh, guitar amplifiers are part of of the art. You know, in my opinion, and, and a lot of so what? Of what sound have. do your amps cater towards? Uh, well, the natural tube overdrive. You know, the um, I do a, a a British line and a tweed line, and the, obviously the British amps take after. You know that that late '60s classic rock, mm -hmm. um, cream uh, sound, sort but of the, blues rock. Type yeah, stuff. the blues rock stuff, and then the uh, the tweed amps. I you know I, I, I kind of dismissed them at first, but after after building a few of those circuits and then having guys like Evan from Big Wheel Stunt Show play them, and uh, Billy Shu and a few other local guys, I mean they brought those amps to life and they said, hey, this is this is the sound I've been looking for. So, I uh, we'll we'll see. You know, I, it's like I said, it's a slow growth thing and. Um, I have inroads in Chicago, a guy by the name of Vince at U.S. Guitar Supply. He, uh, he's pushing them there. I got a, a guy down in Nashville, Chad Matthews, who's getting them in some of the dealerships down there. So the, the, the retailers. So we'll see. You know, the more, the more people request them, the more people know about them, um, the more shops will, will be contacting me and saying, hey, I need to, I need to get one in the store. So, so uh, how, many, uh, how many employees have you got there in the Unijack Corporation? <laughs> I have 1.2. <laughs> me. Cranking them out. Uh, yeah, daily. exactly. Me and my son <laughs> helps me every once in a while, but he's, 
he's just uh, he's moral support mostly. I mean, a screwdriver kid. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what do you got? What are, what are you looking at? Like four or five different uh, uh, styles. Yeah, take us through your now. lineup. Uh, well, we've got the <clears throat> I've got the tweeds. Those are late fifties, uh, you know, classic Fender style circuits. Um, I do like a, a Bandmaster twenty eight watt tweed that that Evan really likes. That a lot of guys and Billy Shue owns one. Um, and I'll do a deluxe too, you know, a, a, a Fender deluxe type circuit. But um, I sent one to the UK, as a matter of fact, to a, a repeat customer not too long ago. And then the um, and then the British amps. There's the the 45, which is your classic JTM 45. I do a dual rectifier, which adds the the plexi solid state rectification in there that that people really like. I do a high gain amp that has an extra gain stage, kind of a 2204, kind of late 70s almost metal sound. Um, and then I do some super amps too that are uh, uh, 100 waters, you know, super lead, super. So the website is unionjackamps.com, and you can go on and take a look at some of these and also the purchase prices and so forth. You can now, listen to them, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. You yeah, can listen to them some, off the site. It's course. a very cool site. Everybody should go check it out. I, I want to ask you, though, uh, if somebody's interested, let's say, uh, you know, some band guys from Seattle or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, they have to buy direct from you. Is that correct? Well, uh uh, Dan Wilson out at All Star Guitar. He's a Union Jack owner, and he has a few uh, in the store there. You can go check him out. He's got a got the uh, the Tweed uh, Bandmaster. He's got a JTM forty five style amp out there, and uh, you can buy them through him. You know, talk to him about them and and give him some business, and then he'll he'll put the order into me, or you can contact me through the website and um can they show up and plug in and try it? Uh, out I have a few. I have a few in the shop that people can try. Um, I don't carry a huge inventory. It's kind of a custom order thing, and and you know, th- you know, build them as as per requested. So, well, let's talk about price. Uh, I'm looking at your price list here, and uh, you have basically three different categories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try and keep it simple as far. Yeah, as so pricing, take us so. through those. Um, well, there's the uh, everything. There's the, you know, there's a combo that is obviously going to be a little bit more than head because you're adding a speaker in the cabinet's a little bit bigger, and then the uh, um, the hundred watt amps usually aren't much more time consuming than a, than say a, a 50 watt amp because there's, you know, there's, but there's just a little added cost and a couple mm-hmm. extra tubes and a little bit bigger iron. Um, but the prices you see are list prices. That doesn't always mean that's the price. It depends on availability and, and what, how busy I am. Uh, direct prices are are a little bit less. So if you want to know that price, you can contact me and I'll tell you. <laughs> so are these like uh, 12 room inch, there. Are these 12 <laughs> inch speakers, two tens? Yeah, uh, I, 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 mostly the combos are just one twelve. I, I, I think in my opinion, in, in my experience, two twelves in a combo, you might as well just have a, have a head and an extension cabinet. It gets too heavy. Sure. And all that, all that extra vibration just adds a little more rattle to the, to the amp that, you don't need so so i do a 112 combo and then head units and then i do extension or speaker cabinets also that that 100 watt one that you the busted out at our new frontier Mm -hmm. mashup was gorgeous the white one was all white yeah Yeah, well i want to ask you about uh an event that we were at it was the uh, sonic shakedown where you backlined the uh, it was for diabetes or so forth and there was a character (laughs) in the front row oh (laughs) so 
Springer's sitting at the table in front of us, and oh, man, we're that... sitting behind him so we can see him and what's going on on stage. <laughs> He's got all of his beautiful amps up there, and the Union Jack labels are glowing, and, and the, everybody's sounding great, obviously. And there's this character up there, this really big guy. Really big. Hessian. <laughs> I never once saw him visit the bar, but somehow he had like magic pockets where these beers would come yes. out of. <laughs> and he was he was having a good time. He was and having he was a good time. Slinging the beer around and spewing it out of his uh, mouth like a fountain. Yeah. And I could every time some would hit the air. Derek would inch a little I further like, up oh, on his come seat. Come on, man. <laughs> I, there's nothing I could have done to that guy. Was twice my size. I, I would have just had to politely. <laughs> At one point, he was barely sitting on his chair. Oh, he was no. ready to just jump up on stage and just. I know. Okay, body game cover. over. My baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, I, he must have been friends with the the Koloffs because oh, he was spitting man. beer right in that guy's face, and he didn't the the lead player and lead didn't singer. Didn't He didn't care. Yeah, no. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming they were related. In fact, I asked so. that guy, the lead singer of the Koloffs, if you shouldn't invest in those glasses that have the windshield wipers because yeah. <laughs> this dude spit in his face several times oh, yeah. and was throwing beer on him and, and he was but i was it. having more fun watching springer uh, who no, was who no. was keeping an eye on his i thought it was there. a joke i was like is this guy for real <laughs> people really do this and i thought that was just in the movie <laughs> oh man uh, i was like next time i'm bringing a raincoat yeah. to this show you know give some props to elliot k too he's a he's a union jack owner and and loves his amplifier and he's the one who who turned me on to that event and said hey i you know I love this amp. I'd love for you to backline. I, you know, get some people playing these things and and dignitaries, right? The dignitaries, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah great band, cool guys. So cool real guys. quickly uh, before we wrap this up, now Gimmer, you have obviously played not using the amps, but with your boy and a lot of the bands using oh, yeah. the amps. Well, we've we've, give a we've played private parties with these. Yeah, at his house. Amps. At my house. So house give us a loudly. quick review. Your opinion. <laughs> you got you play with. You know, I mean, Evan plays with lots of different amps, lots of different equipment. Uh, a lot of the bands you play with have all kind of stuff. Uh, roll us up on uh, what Union Jack is uh, is doing locally. Well, I know that uh, there's several players out in town that have already, you know, snatched up a, a, their own rig. Um, and they're just, they're, frankly, they're, they're screamers. I mean, it, it really feels and sounds like, uh, you know, I, I wasn't at shows in the late 60s, but it's certainly... That's what it sounds like, or or should sound like, because you listen to a lot of other bands with you know great, great amps and stuff, but they just don't sound like that. And you know, I've I've talked to some of the you know some of the guitar players who are a little more on the techie side, and you know they've talked about how they've checked out you know the the backside of this and the wiring and everything, and it's like a Sherman tank back there. They're not. They're not uh, thinking about, you know, they're going to have to get this worked on in a year and a half, you know, because things are jarring loose and whatnot. Right. Yeah, from all the moving yeah, and, and stuff. And yeah, that says a lot. When, it's, when, it sounds, when it sounds great. Durable. And it's durable. And it looks great, too. I mean, and... and yeah, because you guys are lugging your own gear in and out of vans, up and down stairs. You're bumping into walls. And all the dials go up to 11. They do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like you guys have, uh, you know, have trucks and stuff and people that gingerly load this stuff no. for you. So yeah, did, you, did you take that into consideration? Yeah, I mean, there's no printed circuit boards. It's all point-to-point, hand-wired, just like they did in the olden days back before they subbed it all out to overseas 
All right. Well, our guest today has been Derek Springer from UnionJackAmps.com. I'm telling you, it's a great Christmas present for everybody. I want want one. There you go. Anybody wants to give me one? Christmas special going right now. Yeah. So if you're interested in them, uh, look look up Derek on UnionJackAmps.com. We'll also uh, you can just look at our uh, main page and uh, click on his uh, the icon. And it'll take you right to him. Derek, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you. Best of luck in the new year with the Union Jack Amps. 2011. All right. Thanks to Derek for coming in. And always, you know, go to his website, unionjackamps.com. Check it out. And uh, like I said, you guys have played with some of his amps. A lot of Tacoma bands have played with those amps. And they're all amped up about them. Oh, they are. Uh, They they, they sound... uh Unlike anything that you're going to pick up down at uh, the old, the old not guitar cheap, center. Not cheap, but worth it. And stellar craftsmanship. Yeah, and if you have a problem, he's right here. Yeah, exactly. But they're not huge ticket no, items either. No, I mean, no, you no. You go no. down, and, and you're, you're, if you want a quality, high-end Marshall, high-end Fender, oh, you're going right. to be paying yeah, you know, yeah. easily just the same amount. Yeah, and, and I think you're getting something better. Absolutely. So uh, thanks to him for coming in. Now... Christmas time, there's, you know, one thing that is common around the world. And other than the fact that it's Christmas and everybody has their own version of Christmas trees and so forth. But the big man himself is a worldwide phenom. He is. He's got to be the most popular dude in the world ever. And we're, of course, talking about Santa Claus. Yes, old Chris Kringle. Chris Kringle, Father Christmas, however you want it. Well, you've got some stuff there. Tell us about Santa around the world. Well, yeah, Chris Kringle, the name of that came from Germany. Uh, in Italy, he's Baba Natal. <laughs> in France, he's Père Noël. Père Noël. In Finland, you know, they have weird words in Finland. And I'm a quarter Finn, so I can say that. Yeah, you can, you can be honest. Um, he is a Julupuki. In, Jula Pookie. Yeah. Papa, is Jula Pookie coming this morning? Pookie will be here later, Pookie. Uh, I really love it. I love the cat in uh, Russia who is Santa Claus, and it's uh, Dushka Maroz. <laughs> and that is, it's at Grandfather Frost. <laughs> yeah. So I, he's a grandfather there. Yes. In Japan, he's Hoti Esho. Uh, does he tr- go to Japan? He goes everywhere, man. Uh, that's true. He Even does. those He's those uh, those crafty little nerdy scientists down in Antarctica, man, he drops they, in on those guys yeah, too. I don't doubt it. Um, uh, Noel Noel Baba in Turkey, Shang uh, Dan Lauren in China. I'm but I know I'm butchering all. And these uh, how would you? How do people you s- in China right now are going? I'm not even going to see what they're saying about me. <laughs> and how do you leave cookies in a card for Shang Dong? Fortune uh, cookies, man. <laughs> What better gift for Santa than to actually give him a and fortune? Tea? You know, and yeah, and some hot tea. What is some hot tea? <laughs> Hopefully, you come soon, Santa. Yes, um, tea is getting very cold. And uh, in Italy, on the night of January fifth, which is interesting because they keep it going, there's a cat named La Bafana who delivers uh, gifts to the children on throughout January? Italy. January 5th, yeah. So does he come on Christmas as well? Oh, yeah, he's Baba... I want to move well, to Italy. No, 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 no. The Christmas Santa is Baba Natal. Right. And, and then they have a different guy, his brother. Brother or something like this. <laughs> the, he's the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> he's the lost you know. cousin that nobody Look, mentioned. Look, I got some gifts for you kids, too. Come on, <laughs> leave me something under the... How about some love over here on this side? Yep. Yeah, well, you know, Santa loves to bring gifts, and that's what it's all about. And What was the best gift you ever got uh, as a... Ch- Ever, ever. It doesn't have to be as a child, just the best gift you ever got. I think the, the, the greatest gift that I ever got that just sat with me for so long was my Stretch Armstrong. 
Oh, I haven't, man, I haven't heard about stretch so, Armstrong in a long and, time. And, you know, as as the kind of kid I was, you know, a little firebug, little deconstructing things and not being able to put them back together, things like that. rip them open? No, yes, I needed to find out what it was inside. <laughs> and, of course, I also had to taste test it. It's that red gel. It was, and it was sweet. Was it? It was sweet. What was it made of? Like maple syrup? I don't know, but I probably lost my hair 25 years <laughs> later because of it. <laughs> Double D, can you remember what was the best gift? Just offhand, what was the best um, gift you ever remember getting? I'd probably say a big wheel, and it has nothing to do with the stunt show. <laughs> yes, I had a big wheel or a tiny Mighty Mo. Nice. Which is a big Tonka oh, truck yeah, thing. yeah, the Mighty Mo's were awesome, man. I think for me, the best gift uh, that I can remember ever getting that I was like really jazzed up about was... I uh, I got a, and this was like, I don't know, when I was like nine or eight or nine, one of those, this was back in the 70s, and they had, uh, it was an AM, FM cassette player, mm -hmm. and it was like blue, and it was like in this kind of a circle type thing, which was real 70s of the time. Sure. And it had a, and it was a built-in handle. It had a handle? It had a handle, man. It was portable. You could put batteries in it and those roll Those L's were really working on uh, high-tech stuff there. Dude, I was swinging. <laughs> and, you, and you're recording like uh, the radio show. I was, you know, yeah, like, totally. And songs off the tapes, radio, man. absolutely. Your yeah, yeah, you know, buddy. well before iTunes and all that. Cruising stuff. around the neighborhood with your one little speaker going. Horrible sound. Oh, yeah. But I had it. I'd have to wait for it to come on. You know, it's like I had my tape. I was ready to roll. So that was a cool gift. And the other one I got one time, and I got to give big props to mom and dad. They gave us a trampoline. And oh, that was awesome. It are, was, are we talking a big trampoline? Yeah, like a big trampoline. Not like, hey, this is an exercise. Yeah, no, not the little wide. circle one. Like, it was like a full-blown trampoline. Wow. And uh, I had a friend that broke an arm on it. My brother broke his arm on it. I had a friend that broke his leg. And two guys cracked their skulls. I thought people only got those those trampolines in the movies. I thought that was actually <laughs> just Hollywood. Well, my folks sprung for the trampoline, but they didn't put the padding around it. Oh, my. So we, we were like out there killing each other. Conk. So anyway, but Santa, man, he brings presents, and we're here to help you with that. And so step two in our uh, gift search process, we have... Uh, Guy from Rocket Records, Steve, really super nice guy. Rocket Records is here, located here in Tacoma, and it's at 6th and Proctor. But there are record shops everywhere. Like we mentioned um, in the interview, you'll hear there's Easy Street, there's Sonic Boom, there's uh, Buzzards. And wherever you're listening, you have a local record store. They're still out there. And forget iTunes, man. Just take a few moments, stop in at your local record store, and browse through because they have great stuff that you can't find on iTunes, and we talked to Steve about it, and here's how it went. All right, on the line with us is Steve from Rocket Records, and we're talking holiday gift ideas. And in this day of the Internet with iTunes and people doing illegal downloads and everything, <laughs> uh, it is amazing to me that the record stores are still standing. This is a brick-and-mortar store, Rocket Records, at 6th and Proctor. Now, me personally... There's nothing better on an afternoon off than going to Rocket or Buzzards or Easy Street and perusing through, actually touching CDs, touching mm -hmm. CD albums, posters, you know, autograph stuff, all the memorabilia that you got in there. And Steve's here to talk to us about great Christmas ideas that he's got going on and a product that he has going on down there at Rocket Records. Steve, welcome to the program. Thanks, Daryl. So now, to be here. now, Steve, tell us real quickly with uh, with the advent of you know downloads, where you can download a single song, and, and a, a lot of young people, especially 
don't even put a CD in. Uh, how do you guys stay in business? Has that affected you guys? And what are you doing to, uh, you know, to, for the counterattack? Oh, it does a little bit. But, you know, if that's what they want to wind up with, that's fine. I try to tell everybody that uh, downloading that kind of stuff is so compressed, it's not even real. It's horrible. <laughs> kind of like CDs, you know, CDs. I mean, you put a record on at a certain volume and you put the same CD on at the same volume, the CD will be much louder and brighter. You lose everything. Where the records are warm, you get to touch them like you say, the artwork, you know. Yeah, you, and the way they smell, the way they smell. Yeah, they and smell. there's nothing like opening a brand new record and pulling that out for the first time, catching that That's whiff right. of vinyl. And hopefully there's a poster yep. inside or something, you know. Yeah. You betcha. And if you go to Rocket Records, uh, Steve's got a killer sound system set up in there. Uh, I know you do in-studio uh, concerts or shows with uh, local bands, but just every time I've walked in there, he has something playing, and it's usually vinyl, and he's ready to tell you all the great stuff. you got to check this out. Look what I just got in, and this, this is amazing. Now tell us, tell our listeners, when they walk into Rocket Records, what you have going in there. Well, tell us about all the cool albums, all the, uh, the memorabilia, the artwork, and everything you have rolling in there. Oh, yeah, I got lots of um, promo posters, um, a few autograph things. I've got um, new vinyl, T-shirts, just you name it. They've either got the DVD going with the music uh, video or movie or uh, the record player. Absolutely. What's, what's, what's uh, some of the local stuff that's been doing really well out of your store lately? Uh, well, yesterday, Rooftop Warriors, who you guys interviewed a while back, they had probably 75 kids in there yesterday banging the place up. Oh, that's great. Uh, that's the, perfect. Legend of, the legend of Bigfoot right now. Girl Trouble always. Just um, a number of bands. And I, I really try, you know, keeping an eye and uh, a pulse on the local thing. Like yesterday with all those kids, there was four bands in there yesterday. And they went crazy. They love it. They can't wait to come back again. I know. Nobody I know. Two in all ages, you know? And I know for a fact that you cover and carry a lot of uh, some of our historical bands here, like the Whalers, the Ventures, the Sonics, Absolutely. and all that yep. stuff. I've been selling the new Sonics like it's flying off the shelf. Yeah, I know. You, you sold out today to me. <laughs> yes, I did. That's right. I've got to get more vinyl tomorrow, Daryl. I've got to get a hold of Justin, and I will. Now, uh, tell me, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your attitude and your approach to stocking your store. I know you have a, a huge local section. You have uh, discount bins for CDs and and records. Uh, wow. what, what's your philosophy about what you bring in? Uh, you know, do you listen to your customers what they want, or do you uh, you think, well, let's try this, let's try that? What, what what's your approach? I do a little of both, but uh, probably 90% is listening to my customers and getting what they want. And I noticed, too, you know? I noticed also over in your poster section, like you said, you have promo posters, you have old uh, show posters and so forth. Now, where are you getting those? Where do you get those? Are these ones that were hanging around town? and uh, or All over. All over. I'm like I have a, a special Melvin's right, right now that I can't believe nobody bought. <laughs> There's uh, like uh, only a hundred of them from Grumpy's from um, what is it? Yeah, Grumpy's from last year in Minnesota. Uh, Am Amphetamine Reptile does something every year, and they're one of the bands that's there, and it's a beautiful silk screen numbered. Uh, I, I had my eye on that today, but I just I think you might sell it. a few this week, man. Yeah, 
<laughs> so now with Chris, with Christmas coming up, do you have any uh, you have anything uh, special going? Or are you um, are how's well, yeah through the end of the month it's ten percent off vinyl and CDs everything new and used. So ten percent off vinyls and CDs, and CDs. New, new and used. used. For a starter, and it depends if they catch me right, they might even get more. Listen nice. to that. Uh, <laughs> That's all, America right there. That, that, you Absolutely, know. I did it today. Now, how long have you owned Rocket Records? Uh, I was going on four years this August. Very good. And business Tacoma treating you good? Yes, yes, it is. It is. I mean, I'm struggling. If I wasn't living at home with my mommy, I would have problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's perfect. That also yeah. is America right there. Absolutely. These days, it's anyways. Great, you know, um, it, it works out really good. So. Now, do you, ever, do you ever talk to, do you ever talk to or get together with uh, some of the, the regional Northwest uh, independent? You know, you have like Sonic Boom up in Seattle. You have uh, Easy Street Records. I know here we have uh, Buzzards. Oh, yeah. Sure, Pete at House of Records and... Um, Jeff down at Golden Oldies has been there forever, and uh, I know them all. Brian at High Voltage, sure. Bill yep. at Drastic Plastic, oh yeah. Well, and I Martin, just... who I bought the shop from, the Buzzard. Sorry about that. So, yeah. yeah, I pretty much know them all. Yeah. Well, I just want to say uh, on a personal level, I thank you guys for being there because uh, for us old guys who remember Peaches, uh, you know Tower. Yeah. And, yep. you know, even going to whether I think it was Kmart or whatever, Globe, whatever back then. Dove Mart. Yeah, oh, where yeah. you could get 45s and albums and so forth. Uh, it is amazing that you guys are still there. We certainly appreciate it. And I want everybody to stop in this week at Rocket Records at 6th and Proctor in Tacoma. Talk to Steve. He's a super nice guy. 10% off of all vinyl CDs, whether it's new or used. And I'm telling you, check out his uh huge selection of collectibles buttons pins posters and all all kind of great stocking stuffers who doesn't like music right steve absolutely oh yeah i got a lot of goodies right now actually some pretty cool stuff and now you also sell tickets don't you oh yeah tickets. right now i've got the ticket for the sonic new year's eve be there yes all right can't wait Everybody get down there. Steve, thanks so much for checking in, and we're going to have you in the studio soon, and we're going to talk more about what it takes to own and operate a record store. You bet. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. I will do that. All right, Steve. Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas, you. Merry Christmas, Steve. Hey, you too. God bless, guys, and have a great day. Come see me. Absolutely. All righty. All right. I want to thank Steve for coming in. Well, actually, on the phone. He was on the phone. He came with in us. from outside. He was raking leaves. He was raking leaves, and he had to get inside to talk to us. But that was very cool of him to come on with us. And I actually want to get him in the studio, maybe have a roundtable with the guys from like Buzzards yeah. and uh, some of these, uh, what a music exchange connection or whatever. Some of these guys, that would be great to have a roundtable and talk about brick and mortar record stores. If they all came in together at one time, I bet you would smell like an old library or something like that, you know. I just, think we have a challenge cool. and a throwdown. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, well, that's it for our uh, section 1 of today's Christmas holiday show and um, stick around for section 2, man, segment 2 because we have a great band out of Tacoma checking in with us. 8 Days Clean's going to be in here and we're also going to talk to Continuing with the Christmas gift ideas, we're going to talk to the dudes down at GameStop. Yeah. Talk about video games and stuff, because who doesn't like video games? But that's it for segment one, and we're going to get on out of here with a great tune. What's the name? What's the, do you remember the group who does this? The Future Heads. Christmas was better in the 80s, man.
Christmas Eve in the 80s, my mother would say to me, upstairs and go to sleep, wake up in a dream, Christmas was better in the 80s, better in the 1980s. 